it's crumbs of this week. Yeah. All right, intro. F- this four? is the winner. Okay. Intro winner. Good. Hey, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Uriel. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Hella in, in Your Thirties. This week, we are going to be visiting crumbs and whiskers and barking bitches to find out once and for all, are we cat people or <laughs> dog people? Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks and we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Cats versus dogs. I know. This is the the age-old question. Okay, so it's for everybody, right? Yeah. Like, we want to have an objective answer. I am doubtful we'll find one, but we might. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, also, like, the personal sort of what do you think? You've always been a cat person. I feel well, like. I've always, I mean, I've definitely always, a, I see, I, I was going to use the word appreciated dogs and not love dogs, but I don't know if I've loved cats either. I've definitely loved being around cats what and being your, around dogs. What was your first animal that you remember loving? Well, I guess, a, I guess a cat, but it was Annie, this cat Annie. But if I was going to be fully honest, I don't really remember loving Annie I mean I liked it was fun to have a cat and I you know cats were always cool I mean at one point we had three cats in the house we had Rusty Rascal and Lucky all at one point and it was super fun to have to I loved I don't know I don't know I guess you're like a psychopath yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The person you don't without like feelings. love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. yeah, I've always liked them. And then we and then we got a dog, Brooklyn, who was a f- great dog. Big fat. A big fat dog who barked anytime, you know, he scared away some shady people from our house. And He also danced every time your mom got out the food. That yeah. was my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing. He just used to dance this little fat dance, like this little <laughs> prancy fat dance just in one place. He was a he was a great dog i don't know i oh my god i do sound like a psychopath well you you generally do sound like a psychopath (laughs) i don't love i love all animals (laughs) that sentence started with i don't love i do i don't know i mean my first animals i think i had a i had a dog frida but I don't remember very well. And then we had a bunch of kittens. That was really awesome. And then I had three chickens and a goose. And they lived in a shack. My mom built me a coop. <laughs> and I, my job, I was really little. I was probably five. We hatched them from um, incubators. And then um, my job was to, like, collect eggs and um, put the chickens in the coop at night. Yeah. And then they all got totally brutally destroyed by a coyote and then we did the whole thing again so i patched them again and then we had um those chickens i I, those chickens were pretty amazing i think if i were to think of like something like i like that you also get eggs you know what i mean and like they're pecking and like they're just a part of the life you know as opposed to maybe that's a little bit more somehow in tune with like maybe my real feelings Mm -hmm. more than like an animal that I really have to like care for and treat like a baby. But that being said, so I had chickens and then we, so then after that I had at one point I had a rabbit, um, a Guinea pig, 
I had two guinea pigs. I had three lizards. I had a snake. And then I had two parakeets and two doves and no, two, two parakeets, four doves and two button quails that my little brother got me for Christmas. And button quails are exactly what you're thinking. They're little quails like the size of a button. (laughs) They're tiny little quails that can jump up to six feet tall and they make these ridiculous noises. They look like baby tiny tiny baby ostriches yeah and they can't fly and they're adorable um so i had all of those animals for a while and then i had like a cat and i had another dog but by that time like as i got older i didn't have time to take care so that was all like when i was really young yeah until i was like a teenager and then i just you didn't have all those at the same time obviously that's over the years dude over the years but at what the bird thing yeah i had them all at the same time the two parakeets, four doves, and two button quails. Ugh. I had a walk-in closet that my mom helped me take up the carpet and then convert the whole thing into a giant like um, cage because all of them, button quails and doves, uh, somehow like they say they share something that allows them to kind of like live in the same uh-huh. cage. So those six birds were in the same cage, and then the parakeets were in a separate one, um, and. Yeah, I kept all of those for a while. The guinea pigs stayed around for a really long time. Um, I, ha- I like I've, at certain points, like I had a ton of animals, yeah. which was basically like my parents just letting me do it. <laughs> like I don't know, it was a lot of animals for yeah. an apartment. It was a lot of animals. But did then you, I got. I did, got huh? did you cry when each one of them died? I definitely cried when all my. So I, I definitely, I definitely cried for. A, every pet I lost. So that shows love, right? Some sort of human. Yeah, but you know, it also could just be you mimicking human emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cried when they died. I did, but I think I got old as I got older, I became less and less interested in being involved with them. Yeah. You know, and like I think by the time I was a teenager, I was like also just like so busy because I did plays all the time. So I yeah. wouldn't come home until like ten o'clock at sure. night. And then you have to be at school at like seven forty five. So like at that point, like I didn't, I just kind of stopped being interested in it. Yeah. And then we've been living in apartments for you and I. Have, you and I have never had a pet. We've never had a pet. We've been together for thirteen years. Yeah. Honestly, I like we always rented when I was younger. Like my family rented, and it stresses me out to feel like my housing situation would be jeopardized yeah. because I had a pet yeah. and I don't like, and I, I have been put in the position of like having to like get rid of a pet, like a family pet because my family had to move and like there was nobody that could take the pet. And that was probably the hardest. Like for me that that was, it was like a dog and like he was a really kind of like crazy dog and he had always been really crazy and we couldn't get him adopted and we were trying to like we put ads up everywhere and we were trying yeah. to find a place but he was just like he was just a really wild dog and he would like nip at people and we just like couldn't get him under control yeah he bit my he bit joey he my bit brother. joey he bit i mean he bit a lot of people not like enough to break the skin yeah but like just like he was a shepherd mix so like he wasn't he was not super big he's shepherd and chow and like chows can be really aggressive and like yeah. it was just he was aggressive he was aggressive he was really and he aggressive. was definitely big enough for he needed perf- like a professional full-time yeah. 
obedience situation right and like my like at that point like i was in college and like you know it was just this horrible thing and it all came down to like we lost the house and there was no way to get this dog rehomed you yeah. know and it, and and after that that was like like devastating for yeah. me for a really long time like i still have a really hard time talking about it and yeah. like after that i was like it was pretty it was damaging enough that I was like, I don't want to ever put an animal in this position again where like if I have to choose between housing and my animal, yeah. I don't want to have to make that choice. Yeah. So I've had a hard time for sure, like not even considering really getting a dog, but even with like cats and stuff like that. And I've thought, okay, well maybe we can get some parakeets or like, like it's not that I don't love animals. It's almost just that like, I just could never do that again. Yeah. I couldn't give up a cat because I couldn't find an apartment where yeah. I could afford to take it. Or there was a perfect apartment that would save us a ton of money. And like, you know, we needed to move right away and we can't bring this, the cat with us. Like I just couldn't, I'm not in that position. I don't want to start because then I think I'd get into this place where I couldn't stop. You yeah. Know? And that's really like, it's just triggers this weird, like destabilizing feeling for me. Yeah. Right. You know, but I think like now we're, you know, so like, I don't know, that's like where that comes from. I think that's why we haven't had pets in the past. I am feeling more and more like lately, like I could see getting something small yeah. and furry, <laughs> you know, and I don't really want a rodent cause they are, they're great, but I don't really want to get any pig cause they smell bad. I like, I'm like thinking, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm looking around and like for the first time I'm like, thinking about like okay that would be the type of dog that i want like yeah want, right like that would be you know i could see having a cat you know i could see shifting well stuff definitely around. just in the last well really since moving to la where we go hiking and there's all these dogs yeah everywhere like i've seen your love for dogs really blossom they're just the you best you love dogs and you've always and you love cats. You've always wanted a cat, more or less. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Yeah, I feel, I mean, when I um, fantasize about, like, our career being, like, at the peak of what it would be and, like, the living situation that is, like, my fantasy, there are for sure animals running around. A hundred percent. Dogs, cats, birds. <laughs> I would love it, like that's always a part of whatever kind of fantasy, but in terms of this reality, I get the whole fantasy thing of like yeah. perfect life, whatever, but like yeah. odds are that's literally never going to happen for us. <laughs> yeah. And I think as we're like creeping towards something and realizing we're going to be in Los Angeles for a while yeah. and like, you know, like we're hell in our thirties. I'm literally sitting here going like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to wait until my fantasy of what my life could be like that needs to come to play before I can say it's okay for me to get a cat. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's getting a little like weird. Sure. Of course. Know? Of course. So I'm not saying I'm going to go out and get a cat tomorrow because obviously I'm not, but I think part of this is like dipping the tiniest little toe. We're going to put it to the test. We're going to go hang out at a cat cafe Yes, where they do adoptions. They do adoptions. Out of the cat cafe. They're all rescues. And then we're going to go to Barkin' Bitches, which is like maybe the hippest dog rescue in the universe. Yeah, I know. Um, it's super hip, right on in right on Fairfax, right by Supreme. 
um, on Fairfax in Los Angeles. And that's also a rescue. And they take dogs from everywhere. So we're going to see. We want to see a few things. It's cats versus dogs. Honestly, it's kind of like cat cafe versus dog cafe. Like it very much is like, what would you rather walk into a room full of cats for entertainment or a room full of dogs for entertainment? Yeah. And I think that, I think it's like, which one's going to melt my cold, cold heart. I mean, it's just like taking that little step towards maybe thinking it could be a reality. Yeah. I want to see if like sitting around with a bunch of cats is like does something chemically to my brain that sitting around a group of dogs wouldn't do or vice versa. You know, Um, I will say this one last thing. I went a really long time, like like maybe seven or eight years of like not even thinking about getting an animal, mostly because of what I was saying is like, I, I just didn't. I just couldn't go through that again of like having not super stable housing and then like losing the animal. But I went with my mom to get her dog at a kill shelter at a, she got a little rescue dog. Yeah. And I was blown away by how sentient the dogs were, (laughs) like how aware of what, what was happening and the way that like, you walked in and it's like, I don't think I'm like, uh, what is it? Anamorphosizing this thing where you turn them into humans. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think I was doing that. Cause I wasn't coming in it from that perspective at all, but it was like palpable. Like they were just like, get me out. Yeah. I'm like scared to be here. This is hard. Like, and it was just like the way that like they appealed to every human that walked into the door and like jumped up and was like, like you would open a cage and these dogs would like jump out and there's just like be all over you. Yeah. Just like, and then like walking through and reading their histories. And then you see like the abandoned dogs that were like older, you know, like the 12 and 13 year old dogs that are like, you know, had to be surrendered. And we're just like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, like this is not where you're not my family. This is not my pack. I can't, I can't do this. And we're just like in the corner just head on the ground versus like the younger dogs that maybe were just like, please take me home. Please like, you know, jumping up and down and like coming at you. Yeah. And you'd think like in an environment like that, you know, humans put you in there. Humans are keeping you in the cages. Like you don't, I, I, it's just like, it just had this weird, like sort of like these dogs were just like, I, I just want to love you. I just want to be loved. You know, and I was like, that vibe was something I just wasn't expecting at all. I figured it would be like a lot of barking and a lot of like, why am I here? And there's like that stuff going on. But the biggest majority of it was it just, it just felt like every dog in that room had these insane personalities that were like popping off, like these crazy personalities that were so different from each other. And like their needs were really specific and like you could feel like really feel the vibe, you know, like the desperate ones that are just like, you know, jumping all over the place and the ones that are like really timid, but like really want to just be held, you know, like my mom's dog, um, Gilly, when she first saw him, like she wasn't really crazy about him because she felt like he was so trauma. He's like six months. Yeah. And he was just so traumatized from being in there and he's small. He's like a terrier chihuahua mix. And like, you know, it, he really just like, wanted to slowly come in and put his head on your shoulder and just be close to your body. Yeah. 
which didn't feel like a personality to her, yeah. you know? And she was like, I kind of want a dog who's got a little more spunk. Yeah, right. You know? And so we like came, we left it at the yeah. shelter and then we came back and he had a, when we came back, she saw him out of the corner of her eye and he had a little coat on and he was outside away from like kind of the echoey kennel. And he was just like prancing and like super sassy and like prancing around. <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh, okay. Like he's happy because he's outside and he yeah. likes that handler and like yeah. that kind of stuff. And she was like, okay, let's grab him. But I don't know. It's just like, I just, it's dumb, but I was just like looking at the gamut of emotions that like, or like needs or whatever that was happening with yeah. these dogs. I was like, I, 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 I was really hit by how extraordinary they are, you know, and like complicated. Yeah. I, I don't know the story behind how all of the cats came into our house. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they were all, I don't know if they're considered rescues if you just find them. <laughs> you yeah, know, there right. was definitely yeah. no like t official thing. I know my mom got Rascal, who always just was just the most badass, like he used to fight raccoons and was just <laughs> the most badass cat ever. She got him at a lumber yard. And then Lucky, we called lucky lucky because we were outside and there's like a hedge on part of our side of our street where there's like and there's really no neighbor so you couldn't see the street and we just heard a car come to a stop which is weird for it to stop there the door opened the door closed the car drove off and we just heard meowing and then we went out there and they had put lucky in like a burlap sack <gasps> and just not even on the like in the gutter basically not even on the sidewalk was it a kitten yeah it was a kitten it was a brand new little tiny baby teeny tiny kitten and that's how we got lucky so <laughs> i don't know yeah rescuing cats Ugh. anyways they came to us so we you know we're not heroes you know yeah, we're just you just live like one we're just normal people who just you know are just blessed to be able to contribute to uh, the happiness of animals, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to go to this cat cafe. Yeah, then I'm going to check out the dogs. For 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm can, already you planning can get it. cookies there. Um, well, Muriel, I personally uh, am so excited to see you around these these animals. Well, I'm I pretty excited wait. to see you because okay. I think you're a snuggle bug. <laughs> and I think like maybe if you have some time to snuggle bug something, you're going to be like really into it. Yeah, I think you. I I think you might be right. I won't love it apparently because that doesn't exist in my heart. But I will. I will snug a mug. That's right, in the heart of Hollywood, California, Ooh. on Melrose Avenue, or whatever this place is called. Are we're, you excited? We're outside Crumbs and Whiskers. Uh, I mean, I'm happy. I wouldn't say excited. Muriel is so excited. I'm so excited. Muriel is crazy. I'm going to take a picture of us sitting right here right I now so you listeners animals. can see Muriel's face. Them. So we're outside of Crumbs and Whiskers. Um, 
and we're going to go play with some cats. And then after this, we're going to go and we're going to play with some dogs. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's hell like in your 30s, cats versus dogs. Cats are winning. Cats, there are a million cute cats laying inside. Apparently, it's a sleepy time of day to go hang out with cats. Which I napping. kind of am down with. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I ordered a latte and a cookie, <laughs> and they're going to go get it for me. Okay. Oh my God! So tickets are what twenty two dollars. Tickets are twenty two bucks. Yeah, Isn't it's an reser- hour? reservation only seventy minutes. Seventy minutes. Yeah, seventy. <laughs> There's a lot of people in there now. We're recording outside. We're gonna try to record inside, but we don't know what the vibe is exactly. Yeah. So we're just gonna see. Is it just me, or is everyone in there like a super hot adult? Well, it is Los Angeles, so. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Where did you think you were, sir? Yeah, good, good call. Oh um, my god, I'm getting so nervous. <laughs> you are. What are your th- What are your thoughts, Meryl? Well, Meryl? I'm worried that um, none of them will love me. <laughs> what else am I worried about? I'm worried about being too aggressive. Uh huh. We're looking in the window, and there's like this big rug where there's like eight cats asleep, and everyone's taking turns lying down on the weird rug, posing with the cats. Everyone is so happy. What do you? So, do you have any predictions for this episode? Do you think in the cat versus dog? What do you think? What do you think we're gonna come to? Um, I, I don't know because now I'm like. I ride the fence. I like cats and I like dogs equally, both somewhat. I love them, but I also don't need them in my life on any level. So I don't know. You don't love them. I you don't love them like I love them. <laughs> That's true. That is 100% true. Okay. There, I see right now there are a lot of uh, asleep cats, yeah, but it's there very are sleep. quite a few walking cats. There are definitely some walking cats. The walking cats. And um, <laughs> Oh, this one's looking at us. All right. Well, we're going to go in here pretty soon. I think we are. Okay. Um, What's your prediction, Muriel? Cats are winning right now, but we're well, going to okay. go hang so out with I have dogs a lot of things. This. I think one of the things that might happen is I may have an allergy attack. Not yeah. sure about that. Other thing that might... I should have taken some Claritin before we left. Um, okay. The other thing that might happen... Let's see. I'm going to get some Snuggles. Uh-huh. I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might have a cat try to eat my cookie. Um... Don't let the cat eat your cookie. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Well, I don't know what's in my control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still unclear if these cats are up for adoption. <laughs> That's the whole point of the cat cafe. Is it? Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go in. So, so this is Sassy. We believe she's between like 13 and 16 years old. Oh, she wow. doesn't. I know she doesn't look like it. She acts like it because she's usually in a basket like this and it's like I've seen it all, I've done it all. Um, and her personality is opposite of her name. She's super friendly, loving. She loves laps. That's her personality. This is Betty, Belly. And then she has sister Dimples. Um, <laughs> she has Dimples on her face. It's the oh cutest thing. Um, she's more of like a love bug and a cuddler. And the other one's more like a perch cat. So yeah. she's usually running up these stairs that we have here. That's Mama Hazel, the one who's eyeing the little kitten over here. She had kittens that didn't make it, unfortunately. Oh. So she is our resident groomer. She goes around sort of grooming all the kittens that we have. This one is, what do we have here, Lisa? She's still getting acclimated. She's only been here for about a week. Yeah. Um, she, I guess, is more temperament to cats, but humans. Most of the cats we pull from, like, very traumatic situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how is this with, like, 40 other cats that were, like, mistreated? So humans scare her just a little bit, so we're still acclimating her, giving her time. Um, 
<laughs> the bow ties are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cheeto. He loves a little too hard. If, and that we what we mean by that is he'll like knot your legs. Like he doesn't mean to scratch you or hurt you. He's just. He's just a big strong boy. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Lumbo here. He just got adopted. He's part man coon, so he's supposed to grow like three times his size. Whoa. Whoa. I know. He's, he's, Wait, he's, he's part man. what? Part man coon. Did yeah, you think raccoon? No, no, I know. <laughs> I know it wasn't that, but what? They just grow. They oh, are okay. like the type cats of cats that look like dogs. Yeah. Some people like cats like this because they don't want a dog, but this is a good alternative huh. when they furry and all that jazz. Are you back? Are you back for some snuggles? We want to snuggle. Oh, you're so mad. Girl, how much you love these cats right now? So much. I might have to do it because I made her. She left. All right, here we go. We are sitting at Inside Crumbs and Whiskers, the Cat Cafe, with the very our very own cat leader, uh, Eric <laughs> Frazier, everybody. Hi, Thank guys. you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, right? you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we're super excited to be here. Same with us. Same uh, with us. So, okay. Um, I've been trying to come here for over a year. I was so excited. So far, it's exceeded all of my expectations in terms of, and we're, we came at like a quiet time, right? You did. The yeah. middle of the day is generally their nappier time, if yeah. you will. Um, beginning of the day, they're super active. We just gave them a hearty breakfast, and then the end of the day, they know dinner is coming. Yeah. Um, and cats will be cats, so. You uh, know. Are the, is there so is there a time of the day where they're like they're really too turned up and like being terrible? Uh, like I'd, I'd say the 11 a.m. reservation, 12:15. I mean, every reservation will have those cats that are as you described. <laughs> um, just the middle of the day is generally, you know, uh, the best time for them to take their nap. Cool, cool. Uh, Eric, how would you describe what you guys do here at Crumbs and Whiskers? Yeah, in a nutshell, we essentially rescue these, help rescue these cats from uh, shelters across LA. We partner with Stray Cat Alliance, who who does that legwork, if you will. Um, and then we house them here until they get adopted. So we just pull from the pull from the high kill shelters, prevent euthanasia, and then help these guys sit in more of a home-like setting to, to speed up the adoption process. How do you determine like which cats you pull from the shelter? The, the shelter is a big influence in that. Like they uh. help us determine like which cats would do well with other cats oh. and also other people yeah. because they know what we're trying to do here as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just also a lot of work, like beginning of the day, end of the day, we do a lot of socialization. So we help them become super social and yeah. super active and playful. Yeah. And um, so for people like us, we made a reservation. We, you come, we come in. I mean, I guess the people are coming here to adopt cats yeah, mostly I mean, or just to hang out? Or no, yeah. It's actually a combination of multiple things, right? Yeah. So most people either A, are looking to replace a cat they've lost, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, maybe for therapeutic reasons. We have senior citizens come for just therapy. Um, you have people who are artists who like just to draw animals, so they come and sketch. And then people who can't have cats at their apartment. And so they're just yeah. like, this is my way of having a cat. Yeah, so yeah, so. and we came in, we were we paid $22, mm -hmm. registered online, super easy. And then you get 70 minutes with the cats. Which I feel is very generous. It's a, it's a lot, but it's almost not even enough. I feel yeah. like it goes by so fast, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. We did we did a, some hardcore snuggling, and now we're like, <laughs> okay, now, you know, this one is after us. I love her so much. Is that Belly? That is good. Yeah, yeah. we were snuggling. <laughs> um, so we do. So we were talking a little bit about Sassy, right? She's like an older cat. Like mm -hmm. I noticed there was a cat with one eye. Yeah, on we don't. Front. We allow 
one eye, one leg, or yeah. a missing leg, uh, half a tail. We just want everyone to be showcased, everyone to have an opportunity to find their second forever home. Yeah. Um, no one is discriminated here. Oh. Yeah. Um, did you have a question? I told um, well, I, I, also, I just wanted to mention that I think we're in the, like, we have an apartment and a life that probably doesn't equal a pet. At least right now in our oh, life, no. Muriel wants one so bad. <laughs> so, um, so when people, who would you recommend? Like people who are listening to this, who are maybe considering adopting a cat, what would you suggest they think about? What, what, like, what do you, how do you talk through the human, humans who are trying to adopt a cat? Yeah, no, we each cat comes in with a story, right? So we we piggyback off what each cat brings to the cafe, right? So it's a cat who lost a loved one or lost an eye through the streets of LA, like something where we can tie it to the potential adoptee or we even talk to the adoptee and just figure out what they're looking for specifically, um, like a snuggle bug because they got out of a recent breakup or, yeah, uh, right? right? Yeah. We just try to find ways to marry the two and and that's how we do adoptions. We never try to just force a cat onto a person. It's yeah. always about making sh- making the connection. What? So what would it like? If okay. So if I were to adopt a cat, right? Um, what what would like the time commitment be for something like that? Like if you got an animal, like I actually honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, like at home and, yeah, and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, cats are. They love attention. Like dogs can almost, I'll just use dogs as as an example. But dogs are almost self-sufficient, if you will. Cats Uh need a little bit more. Like they need the pets, they need the cuddles, they need the warmth of your laptop, right? If whatever it is, they just need that people-ness. Dogs can almost just roam around um, on their own. Um, So the commitment, I mean, you'd, you'd be looking at like, bringing in a newborn like it's yeah. it's almost like you right you're you're yeah. getting the litter you're you you're working with them and for them and and all that jazz you're scooping it's there's time there yeah like, yeah oh yeah. Well, yeah this it's is- a commitment it's certainly a commitment uh, I, I saw a sign, uh, over a thousand cats have been adopted here uh, like 1200 or something yeah, like that yeah we've yeah, it's it's amazing, man. Congratulations! And how long have you guys been open? Uh, Sixteen months for our LA location, and just about two and a half years for our DC location. You said D- DC. We have a cool. location in DC. Uh, well, I'm bad at math, but it seems like quite a lot per month. Hey, man, we do at least one a day, wow. and that's remarkable. So essentially, the reason the number looks the way it does is because we, as we pull these 27 cats into this cafe, we've also essentially opened 27 cages at the shelters sure. so it's like a doubled impact yeah right, right? Yeah. you understand yeah. Yeah. so yeah. we're we're allowing more space there so that yeah as we pull here yeah. so um you know respecting everyone's privacy do you think anyone currently in here is going to end up adopting a cat today yeah actually yeah we i just <laughs> talked to uh uh <laughs> A dad and daughter yeah. combination, and they're looking for one. Yeah. We were just sitting here. I was like, I think they're going to adopt a cat. <laughs> yeah. I could tell. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, uh, so in terms of the type of shelter, like, that you're pulling the cats from, like, what, like, so you said it's a high-kill shelter. What well, does that mean? We, so cats are euthanized at an uh, unfortunate rate. Um, so we work with the shelters that are, are kill shelters. We want to specifically make sure our impact is felt there first, right? Because yeah. we stop that euthanasia, we bring right. them here, we get them adopted, and we just continue to pull as much as we can. Yeah. Um, and that's the and philosophy. So it's like if they stay in the kill shelters, that like they kill, like they just hang out in the shelter and then after a certain amount of time, 
Like, yeah, usually if, they're, if they're there a little bit too long, yeah. So yeah. we pull the ones at the very top of the list who've been there the longest. Oh, I see. And work yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And did, but No, go ahead. I was going to say, do, so, and do people adopt from the, they adopt from the kill shelter as well? People, yeah, you yeah. can adopt from anywhere. But yeah. the adoption, uh, I guess it, it moves a little quicker in a setting like this. Because I can imagine, it's, yeah. It resembles home a little bit, right? Yeah. It's, it's not a cage. And, yeah. And, so that's how we feel like our impact is greater by putting them in a place where adoptions increase quicker. Yeah, to I pull mean, quicker. there's so much happier. Like, I mean, I went Absolutely. my mom's dog as a rescue, and we went in, and it was like we almost couldn't even. We had to come back a few times because we couldn't tell what his personality was exactly. like. Exactly. Because it was like he was so stressed from being exactly. in this situation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. These guys are all super charismatic. Oh, they are. <laughs> um, okay, so you obviously love cats. I love cats. Do yeah. you? <laughs> do you? put any stock in the like cat versus dog person uh uh war of humankind yeah that's that's (laughs) tough um i'm not even biased but i their cat people are are there's like a genuine genuine passion and love that are inside these kind of people or people like us yeah um and again like i said a a dog is a man's best friend but cats are like the unsung hero if you will i Um, love it yeah yeah, uh, have you have you always been a cat person? I have. I I played uh, Lion King like I when I was <laughs> yeah, younger. Like cats, nice. cats are in my blood. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you have any other top favorite cat characters from uh, cartoon uh, or cinema? History? Garfield, and that's yeah. just because I love cats that are low to the ground, like yes. that are chunky yeah, and just sure. it's the cutest thing. Yeah. But yeah, sure. <laughs> big chunkers. Oh man, yeah. I just think of Milo and Otis. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Eric. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, no, this is fun. Telling us about the cafe. I think we have like 45 more minutes yeah. to play, don't yeah. we? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, w- Muriel, are you? Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll yeah, be done I'm with Eric. Get- he has to get back to work. But I'm <laughs> excited to see what Muriel does next, what her next move is. I'm, I'm going to try to get that mean cat. I just want to see what he's about. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be careful, but I'm curious. <laughs> Thank you so much. You Eric. got it, guys. Thank you. Okay, I... Okay. I have a favorite cat. Okay, her name is Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's cool, man. She's chilling. She's what do you like about her? Um, she likes me. That's what I like about her. <laughs> <laughs> is that the secret to our marriage? I think that's a secret to why people like animals. Okay, so we're hanging out. So far, we're like we're the troopers. So there's only four people in here right now. Us and then another couple i think for sure is going to get a cat yeah they're it's a it's a father daughter they're very sweet mm-hmm. and muriel's eating cookies i mean you come in here you get a latte and a cookie i just pet like 20 cats it's definitely good to be caffeinated around cats i feel like yeah if you're not on your toes they'll get you yeah it's like you know you have to be a little bit on their level uh yeah no Lisa you got a favorite Muriel? Mm-hmm. I think my favorite is still Sassy. Sassy yeah the old school lady. Yeah the old lady she's very cute. I like Sassy. And there's like a little spotted white one I really like that one. Oh but that one's like yeah it just popped out but it's like brand new here so it's well, still. Well I think this place is giving dogs a run for their money I gotta say. Yeah from what I can tell of where we're gonna go hang out with the dogs I think it's gonna be a lot of chaos yeah, there. Yeah very. I mean, this is of- like very controlled. Uh, relaxing cat fun. Yeah, this is very cool. And it's like, and you know, it's a high, they do a high turnover of adoption. So, you yeah, know, it's it not works. like, I mean, it, it could be chaotic. It's just not, cats are just clean and soft and 
they're a little this one <laughs> well they're also complete crazy maniacs <laughs> <laughs> we're just surrounded by cats that are acting crazy all right well all right we're gonna say goodbye to our new friends okay and we're gonna go say hello to some dogs dogs okay Fairfax, everybody. Uh, how you feeling, Meryl? We're about to go into barking bitches. Okay, so already uh, the vibe is totally different. We wouldn't. It's, so it's more people, a lot like a lot of dogs. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited. I got very like loved by those cats. Yeah. There's a very like calming sort of sweet situation yeah i'm like i'm I'm looking to get my cage rattled a little bit like i'm kind of hoping there's some like chaos happening the dogs are chaotic also like crumbs and whiskers is like regimented in that you make a reservation and you're on a time thing this place is you just walk in off the street yeah and you're just supposed to go ape shit on some puppies you know i don't think you are i don't think you're supposed to go ape shit on some puppies i don't know uh-uh you're supposed to (laughs) That's what I heard. I said one of the things on the window says indulge. <laughs> That's true. It does it say says indulge. adopt shop indulge. <laughs> Meal's going to go crazy. All right. Okay. Ready to walk in? Yes. All right. Let's play with some dogs. Okay. So this dog place is awesome. There's a million dogs running around. There's like 20 high school students in here. And this dog is so sweet. It's just our little friend. Cute little boy. Oh I know it's so. It's just like. Oh, there. Yeah, there's some <laughs> rascals playing around. <laughs> Everyone. I mean, the thing. So this is a little pity puppy, I think. Like a like a pit bull mix, right? What does your thing say? Can I read that? Is it okay? Hi, gorgeous. Hi. Such a sweet dog. Oh, what a good boy. He's a good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Seems like so freaked out. Yeah, I know. The cats all seemed like really okay. The cats were... It's just so (laughs) different. That's a little three-legged troublemaker right there. three-legged troublemaker. Love this dog. Oh, sweet boy. How what old do you think? Uh, you think it's a puppy? Months. Yeah, it's a puppy. What we a just came dog. from the cat cafe, so I wonder if it's because we smell like cats. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Thank you so much, April, for talking to us. Uh, so we're on Fairfax Avenue at Barkin' Bitches. What is Barkin' Bitches? Barkin' Bitches is a humane pet shop. What we do here is we rescue dogs from high-kill shelters. 
Uh, we also rescue uh, dogs from a vet in South Central that unfortunately gets a lot of dogs dumped on her because people don't want to pay their vet bills. We get dogs from Costa Rica, Tijuana, China, and North Korea, or Korea. Um, we utilize the shop um, as a place for the dogs to live. And then we also utilize the shop as a way to fund our rescue. So everybody you see here is actually safe. Nobody's going back to the shelter. Nobody's yeah. ever going to face neglect or abandonment or abuse again. Um, and so people come in, we put them through an application, an interview process, a home check, and if we feel that they're the right fit for the dog and their lifestyle is conducive to that dog, we will then proceed with the adoption. We call it mutt matching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if we were to walk in and wanted to adopt a dog, like how long is the process? It depends. Um, the process can be a few hours. A lot of rescues actually do like where they go into the home to check. Our application actually was developed by a psychologist, and it's extremely telling us who you're going to be as a dog owner. So people actually tell us who they're going to be as a dog owner, and they're quite honest because people's realities of what a dog's life should be is their reality, and they're always going to be honest. Is it like a like is it a paper questionnaire? Mm-hmm. It's three pages long, and it, it asks you a series of questions in regards to the dog, in regards to training, in regards to would you ever give your dog up. Do you have a vet? All the questions that we need in order to know who you're going to be as a dog owner. Now, do people slip by us and tell us what we want to hear and kind of know how to buck the system once in a while? Yeah. All rescues get dogs returned. But for us, I'd say we're probably at about a 98% success rate. Wow. So, okay, if we filled out that sheet, would it tell you what type of dog we'd be good for or just the fact we'd be good dog owners? We typically want you to know who you you want to adopt. Yeah. We can guide you to the proper dog for you, but a lot of times people will come in here with the idea of who they want, and then maybe their lifestyle is not exactly right for who they want. Yeah. And then sometimes it's spot on. Yeah. Um, but usually know who you want so we can gear the interview towards that dog. It's all about the dog. That's our main priority and concern is yeah. the dog going to a good home. Yeah. The dogs currently in the in here are the sweetest dogs mm-hmm. I've ever met. Maybe I mean, they're just like they're so each one is, they're just so beautiful. What an incredible yeah. what an incredible place. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, what it is is we allow them to live in a pack environment and we allow them to be dogs. Yeah, they're not placed behind the glass. They don't sit in a crate all day. And dogs crave structure. So people who let their dogs run amok, the dogs with behavioral issues or who have guardian issues are dogs that are not given proper structure and discipline. And when I say discipline, I'm not talking about hitting the dog. I'm talking about providing a schedule for the dog, making sure the dog understands what's okay and what's not. And we get dogs in here sometimes that their first day, all they do is fight. They resource guard the food, they guard the water, they guard their spot. And then as we correct them, Properly, they learn, okay, I get to be a dog. I get to lean back, and I get to be in a pack, and they're going to take care of what needs to be taken care of. And it's a wonderful thing to watch. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, so sorry. No, don't no, be no, sorry. Okay. You guys are hustling yeah. and bustling. I love it. This is April. Okay. Okay, I do have to call the owner of the shop, um, and let me call you right back, okay? Okay. All right, bye-bye. Well, April, we know you're so busy. We won't take up any more of your time. But I was just curious, how many dogs get adopted here on a... On an average, I would say 10 to 15 a week. Wow. 10 to 15 a week. Um, I want to ask you one more question. If you were to describe a a solid dog person, what would you say? A solid dog person is someone who has more photos of their dog on their phone than they do of their children. (laughs) 
Good answer. <laughs> have, you, have you always been a dog person? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've been an animal person. Yeah. yeah. So, but I've always had cats and dogs, but I, I rescued a dog. I liberated a dog out of a backyard who I knew who was being severely abused. Um, and um, he didn't like cats. So this is like the first time in my life I haven't had cats, but I currently have three dogs at home and yeah. I've got another one that doesn't like cats. So yeah. cool. eventually I'll have my damn cat. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. It was a pleasure, guys. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Uh, guys we spent 70 minutes at a cat cafe and probably 25 minutes in the dog the dog play yeah we were kind of in and out i mean it was definitely they're just two completely separate entities the barking bitches and crumb and whiskers are so different and maybe they're as diametrically opposed as cats i don't know i would say both um eric at crumbs and whiskers and uh, April April at Barking Bitches were both cat and dog people. They both they both had well, love for both. No, April was April was way more pro cat than Eric was pro dog. I think. Oh dang! I think I think that there was a standoff there. <laughs> we live in an apartment. I would love to if we had a yard and I don't know any disposable income would be nice. Also, I could do a cat. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking I could use a cat. You could do a cat. I don't well, think it would be that hard. After. Well, for us in our life, we a cat would be way more doable than a dog. Yes. Uh, but that aside, that was those were very different scenarios. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. So first of all, we probably should have compared cafe to cafe. I feel like, like to get the full cafe thing. Right, because the because barking bitches is not a dog cafe. I mean, the biggest thing that I noticed. Well, first of all, it made me want to get either a dog or a cat. Or both. Or both. Yeah, I would get, I would definitely get both. I mean, they're so sweet. So the cat cafe, like, I don't know. It was like the cats were just soft and clean. And, like, there was one that was I really liked, but he wouldn't come near me. It was like a big, big old tom cat with both yeah. of his ears missing. And he was not feeling me at all, but mm, I liked him. He that was, was when you chased around. Yeah, he was dangerous. But I mean, like for the most part, they just wanted love and snuggles, and they were so like luxurious. Yeah, it was really. And then the dog, the dog place. There were some cute dogs. They were such sweet dogs. The big difference is you just walk in there, and they're so. Uh, they need a home. You walk in and the dogs are happy there and it's a great place. And obviously they're like, and some of them that were more like comfortable with it just were like running around. Yeah, and they have a home. That's like part of their thing is that like those dogs now live there. Yeah. So like they, like they have to get used to it. Yeah. Cause like what we saw too was like they, like in the cat cafe, there were some cats that were like not quite acclimated yet. And so they were in the back. Yeah. But like, you know, we saw this little puppy. Ooh, so puppy. cute. So sweet. So sweet. And he just had his little tail tucked between He's his legs. He's been there two days and he had obviously just like, he was just so traumatized. He was, yeah. But I, you know, I don't think by the place, but probably just by the whole his journey oh yeah no he's not traumatized being there i mean being there is probably was clearly the nicest place he's ever been around yeah but he's like hiding under the table and he wouldn't come say hi to people he was just really shy and it did seem like maybe those dogs um 
like the cats are handled with a little bit more kid gloves in the cat cafe, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the dogs are really obviously well cared for. Yeah. You know, I guess I kind of think it's like more like a, like a room full of cats is going to be chiller than a room full of dogs in any sort of situation. Yeah, right. Cause yeah. they're just like a pack. Yeah. You know, so they have, they're, they're more like pack animals are all like social in these crazy ways and they have different ranks and they're like, like they were just like really alive and running around and crazy, but cats would never be like that. Yeah. No, that's you right. Know? That's right. I would say both places were incredible actually. Yeah. Well, for, for what they were, they were really special. I guess there's no other cat cafe in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I, I've never been to a place like Barkin' Bitches. Yeah, Barkin' Bitches is like, it's right on Fairfax. It's just like you walk in and it's just dogs, 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 teenagers. Yeah, right. It's just this like. And you walk in and they yell at you about like how to open the gate and not to let the dogs in or out. And April's like behind the desk just like handling business and dealing with phone calls from a vet and like just and like just so charming and wonderful. Both every like people at both places were as invested as you could ever imagine people being who actually care about animals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're all just like, so in the thick of it all. It was awesome. That was super inspiring. Yeah. Actually. It was really like really cool. And it really definitely like, you know, really makes you feel like, Oh, we should, if you're going to get an animal adopted, yeah. cause those animals like, you know, for what they've all been through, they were just so sweet. Yeah. Like in both the shops, you know, and like they all came from crazy situations or they were strays or whatever. And they were all just like so loving and sweet and like, you know, it's just they're resilient. Yeah. It okay. Was, what do you think? Dogs versus cats? What do you think is, what do you think about If that? I had to choose if I was a cat person or a dog person? Yeah. Oh man, it's, I know I should like, I feel like most interesting people are able to just say, I guess I would have to, I don't know, like I want to go cat, right? Like that's my gut and like my history is like I'm more of a cat person. But when that little black puppy came up to us and was so like shaky and just was like wanted some love, but just wasn't sure what to do and was spending a lot of time with us, but was like under the table. I like, I can't even, I was like, can I, we, can we have this dog right now? Oh. Can we take care of this dog forever? Yeah. You know? So it's like, ah, man. I mean, I think in my mind, I like to think of myself as a cat person just cause they're so cool looking and they're just kind of gangster and weird and, I just like how they act, you know? Yeah. And dogs are, I mean, I don't know. My, I say needy, but Eric was saying cats are needy. So, which is a cool and different perspective than I would have guessed a cat person would have said that cats are needy. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like dogs are the needy ones. I always thought know? that too. I thought the stereotype was that dogs are needy and cats like could are like could, independent. Yeah, and, like they just don't. Like, care. what's the the dichotomy is that uh, dogs think that the human is God and cats think the cat is God. Yeah, yeah, they're very. I don't know. I 
like I would say as a practical thing, if I wanted an animal, I'd yeah. probably go cat. Yeah. Because I think it's easier to do that than to have to like take a dog out for walks and stuff like that. It would be easier to just scoop litter and have the cat like chilling and whatever. Uh, a dog is a little bit more involved, but you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's interesting. I think that if you spend a lot of time with some of those cats, they, their personalities would start to come out, Yeah, you know, in ways that like weren't super apparent, you know, yeah. in that situation. But I would say that being said, the dog's personalities come out really fast. Like, yeah. like that little black dog that we were little puppy. Yeah. Like he was just, there was something about, it looked like he was just like having so many emotions. Yeah. Right. Right. Whereas like the cats kind of seem like they're just, you know, like not really having emotions. They're just like reactive little balls yeah. of like fury and love. Yeah. I don't know. So that makes you think like, oh, if I wanted like an involved pet, I might want to get a dog. You know, like if I wanted to, if I had more time. But at the lifestyle we have right now, I would be like, oh, a cat would be, you know. A cow, right, right. Like if a cat was hanging out on our, like on my lap right now, that would be nice. Yeah. And then you it know? would go do something else. And then it else. would go do something and then you shoot it with a laser pointer and it goes crazy. Yeah. They're you know? funny. I would. I mean, they're cute. I like them. I just want. I just want a yard. I think. I just want. I just don't want a pet in an apartment. Well, I would say this. Yeah. I don't think cats. I think I don't mind having a house cat. Like it would be nice to have a deck so we could go sit out on the deck and yeah. hang out like out there. But they're not really supposed to be like out in the backyard unless you live in the country. And I stuff guess. Like it, that. Yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, I grew up with cats that went out. That were indoors and outdoors, but also... But you guys had a huge yard and there was, like, no and cars the, and... Yeah, I mean, we did... One of our cats got killed by a car. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I know you're not you It's not the, the same city. as this. No, it's you not, had a big empty lot next to your house. It was, like, all, yeah. like, big... It was a really quiet, basically suburban neighborhood, you know? I did not grow up in the suburbs. If anyone... I get what Muriel is saying, but if anyone's paying attention, I was a city kid. I grew up in the south end of Seattle, and oh my I just God, want Nick, how big is your house? <laughs> when can I get a cat? I made a promise to you a while ago, but I can't remember what I said. I think it was like one year from today. I'm making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been your birthday. Was it my birthday? Probably. Doesn't that sound like something? Ooh, Nikki, you're in trouble. I'm not getting you no cat. Get yourself a cat. Just do it yourself and then be like, too bad, Nick. You have to deal with it. Then I'll just deal with it oh great thanks for the birthday <laughs> present asshole oh happy birthday to me <laughs> all right well you're a dog person oh i guess i am i don't know i think i'm a cat person still you're a dog person i like that one dog a lot you are i do like dogs i don't Ooh, know i love dogs i like them both i like birds too yeah i would get a bird and i want a puppy <laughs> Woo! I really, what I really want is an old Chihuahua, and then a really gentle, sweet, like little lady cat. Mira likes old old dogs and old cats. They're great. My yeah. favorite one was Sassy. <laughs> so old, grumpy cat face. Love that cat. Speaking of grumpy cat, no, I don't know what I was gonna say. I think we gotta wrap it up. I know. You ready to take a nap? 
<laughs> That's another part of getting hell in your 30s, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our show this we week. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much to Eric from Crumbs and Whiskers. April from Barks and Bitches. Barks and Bitches. Barking and Bitchin'. Yes. Bark and... <laughs> Barking bitches. That's right. On Fairfax, baby. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, you'll, we'll link all of their information in the comments. If you want to go check out some cats and dogs, you know, if you have an opinion one way or the other, such as Nick should get Muriel a cat <laughs> or other things, you know, hit us up on social media. Yeah. Leave a comment or two. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love dogs? Do you love cats? Do you love both? Do you think Muriel should get an animal? <laughs> Uh, please remember to subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, that's true. And if you have any ideas for stuff that you are like, oh my God, I'm hella in my 30s. What's something I'm interested in these days? You know, like anything at all, hit us up because we'll probably just do that thing. Um, you guys are the absolute best. And um, as they say, meow bark. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, you got a little dad joke. A little meow bark. I know, I'm feeling very fatherly considering all these animals I'm going to go adopt. Now. I know. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. Let's order pizza. What's a creative podcast network?